What's going on, everybody? We are back at it again mm. with another Stick Talk episode. This is special. Hey, this is the first one I'm actually like proper nervous for. I'm not going to lie. James, you got me nervous, bro. I'm not going to mm. lie to you. Oh, no, no. It's just me. <laughs> it's only me, bro. <laughs> hey, how y'all doing, man? Welcome back to another Stick Talk uh, uh, podcast. Yo, we got a lot to say. Apple Music, Spotify, top 50 Sports podcast. Hey, let's go, boys. Hey, listen, everybody hey, that's listen. Like, uh, that's pretty crazy, right? Everybody yeah. listen to the live. Make sure y'all like us, rate us, spot, Spotify, Apple Music. And also, while you're on Spotify, check out my boy James Arthur's brand new album. It's out. It's out there. Hey, bro. It's that's fire, son. Th that song, September, is a tune. We're going to get nah. into it. Right is pretty damn good too. I'm not gonna lie. But. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about <laughs> it. We have so much to discuss, man. We got, like I said, an awesome, awesome uh 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 guest today. Uh, a huge musician, songwriter. Man, your numbers are crazy. The things you've sold, the numbers you've done, mad, bro. Congratulations to you, dude. Thank you. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks for awesome, having me. Man. I'm gonna tell you the first time I heard about you. Uh I was it was funny actually. I was on my couch. It was late at night. I was watching YouTube videos. And, uh, Are you and sure then, you can tell this story? Those YouTube videos, bro. My girl was in the room, bro. I was watching YouTube videos. That's what I'm saying. Are you sure nah, you can tell this nah, story? I was watching, and then and then your song came on on Spotify, and it was, bro. What? A, oh man, I swear for like the next month, you're you're on the radio over and over and over. I have so much I want to talk to you about, man. But before we do that, guys, I want to say thank you so much to. Um, uh, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Like I said, make sure to rate us, like us on 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 Spotify. Big ups to Prediction for always helping us put this together. We have a huge sponsor today. Uh, we're gonna speak about keeps, and uh, we're gonna sp speak a lot of football. And I have a couple questions for you, James, because you like Rangers. You watch the Premier League. I got to talk to you about Stevie G. I know you watched a bit of Rangers last year. Stevie G yeah. with Austin Villa, right? Austin Villa, yeah. He's joined. He's joined Villa. Yeah, he's left. He left Rangers high and dry. I know. <laughs> yeah. Some I mean, of y'all mad about it. Well, how you feel? Yeah, I know. My, listen, my dad is a is a diehard Glasgow Rangers fan, so I grew up. Um, I, he kind of, I had to support Rangers, and mm -hmm. obviously, I'm happy to. But yeah, I mean, he was quite. Every, look, all the Rangers fans loved Stevie G. He was a yeah. perfect, perfect manager. He represented everything that the club was about, the passion and everything. And I obviously took took them to the 55th league title, got them, you know, to a point where they were. Uh, out of reach of Celtic and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's sad to see him go. But you know they've got another legend in in, in Van Bronckhorst, um, who uh, the Rangers fans are super happy to have in 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 the uh, in the managerial position. So yeah, no, it's sad to see Stevie G go. But I think he was always destined for big things, Stevie G. And he's you know if he wants to get to the top, he should be in the Premier League. I suppose yeah. it's, um, it's a much more competitive league. I can't say a word bad about him because because I grew up in the 90s and Stevie G's like, for me, I know people will always laugh at me about this, greatest English yeah. player of all time. For I me, mean, I love him. He's definitely he's definitely in the conversation. He has to be. Has yeah, to dude, be. I, I love him, dude. I grew up, I just think he held himself well on the field, off the field. He was a leader. He was a good. So for me, I want to see the guy succeed. I've been, I, every night I stream and, you know, like uh, in the football space, Ranger fans are on, they're not happy. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, a lot, a lot. A lot of them are not happy, but I think he succeeds in England, right? You see him succeeding? I, I do. I think he's definitely got the the attributes. He's got the. He's he's always going to be a fan favorite, and it's going to be hard to get results in the Premier League for for any manager. It's it's a it's a, the hardest league in the world. But I think 
you know, I think now we're in a time where players play for a character, for a manager. You see it with Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola, too sure. Yeah. Like, they're, I think the modern day player needs uh, a manager to, to look up to it. Like you said, like has, have re- a manager that has real leadership skills. Mm. And I think Stevie G, for me, he fits that mold, doesn't he? Just, you just feel, I, I, if I was a player, I'd want to play for Stevie G. Yeah. So um, I think it's a respect as well when it comes to that, right? Like most of the players nowadays, of course, they knew who he is, watched him. Yeah. And now, you know what I mean? He could probably deal with those, like anybody with an ego, with a player, you know, of that standard could probably deal with egos pretty easily. You know what I'm me, saying? And me, yeah. me and my cousin were talking about this last night. We were on the phone right now. I was talking to my cousin and, and he actually, he made a good point. If you look at like the managers right now, like with Xavi taking over Barcelona and all that, yeah. maybe, maybe they need those guys they grew up watching to be yes. the guy right now because it seems like everyone outside of that is starting to slowly kind of like mooding was losing his way a little bit like all the all the yeah all the, they're losing their way those guys yeah man no i i agree with you i think the maybe that ilk of managers is, is dying out a little bit um, yeah that's that style of management because you know i think pep guardiola is definitely sort of um pioneered this new this this new style of management and it's or he's like sort of set this new blueprint this new standard of how the, how the game should be played playing out from the back there's a lot of pressure on players now and they have to be technically good and yeah i mean you'd 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 want to be in a dressing room with someone like stevie g or xavi who played at the highest level won champions leagues and mm. have been through it um and have been in dressing rooms you know you know that um demand demand success and silverware probably so i wonder i wonder if if zidane's that guy then from man united now, mm, yeah. now, that, man, now that I'm sitting here thinking about because all he, he said work, no, you know I, that, right? Did you I hear this? He, I heard he said no a while ago. Now they were going to give him more money or something like that. No, but it, what I heard last and again, rumors or yes or no. Supposedly they asked mm-hmm. again. He was like, his wife. He doesn't speak English, so he doesn't oh, yeah, want to go. Wife and his wife Manchester. doesn't want to live in the UK. Supposedly, so no, she said a, Manchester. I think. I oh, think she did she, she say Manchester? I think okay. some, I want to live wait, in Manchester. Yeah. So wait, I've never, James. I've never been to Manchester. I've been to London. I've been to yeah. Guildford's in London. Right. That's London as well. Right. So wait, is Just Manchester outside, bad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Manny is a great place. I mean, you know, it's not the most glamorous. You know, like <laughs> it's not the most glamorous place in the UK. You know, I think. Yeah, London is uh, more appealing to that sort of um, that sort of uh, to the outside. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's more, you know, it's a more cosmopolitan city or whatever. Um, now Manchester's a great city. It's a great place. It's probably the weather. I mean, what you know, when you make a certain amount of money, why would you want to go and live in, in the cold? In the cold, in the in yeah. the cold, in the sun, no sun, and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's I, not love really... I like miserable weather. I'm from the north. <laughs> so I grew up around it. But yeah, I think you're right with with Zidane. I think the English thing could be a problem. I think, um, you know, I think United are looking for a certain type of manager. Maybe the way that that club is run, I think they enjoyed the fact that Oli was maybe easy to maneuver. It was doing. Yeah, know, the, they could the almost. I feel like they could boss him around a little bit, and they could kind of yeah. just get you know because he seemed like someone who just purely loved that club. Like you, like even when he like talked in certain interviews, he would like tear up and stuff. He just seemed like somebody that you know he, he just loved yeah. United. So he, the they, ultimate, they, yeah. yeah, the ultimate. I, sometimes I think being at a team that you like too much could be bad for you because yeah, it kind of blocks your vision. Makes you a bit of a company man, maybe you know, like. um the thing is, it's like that's why I don't think Conte necessarily fit the mold for United because he's going to come in with a lot of stipulations and 
And same with Mourinho, like, you know, he comes with a certain amount of demands and that club is run like a business. So the minute that he doesn't get what he wants in the transfer market and the recruitment, all of a sudden it turns toxic really quick. I yeah. Think. And, uh, yeah, United are in a weird position because, like, if they don't bring in a manager now that is a proven winner, like like Brendan Rodgers, for example, would be a good a good fit for United. But if he didn't succeed and they didn't win silverware, it would be, oh, he's never won anything. Yeah, and uh, you know what I mean. So it's, it has to be someone like Zidane who's won Champions Leagues, and but I don't know. Zid, you could argue that the team that Zidane took to the Champions League was a bit more oven baked than than say Man United, who are well, maybe still a transitional. I think I think United did one thing wrong, and, and and this is my thing. I think they went from they they were building right, and they had something yeah. going, and they were doing well, and then the the bringing in Ronaldo was like yeah. the last piece, and they went from building building to okay now it's win right now and it was like a uh it was like a jump from like it was kind of going well and then it was like okay now we got to win now because when you bring in ronaldo it's win now isn't it like you you yeah, want to yeah, yeah. You, they kind of yeah they kind of have to win now too because he just doesn't have like I, it's ronaldo who knows he might play till 45 but let's be real he's getting up there in age for a footballer yeah so it's like he doesn't have that much time either yeah. And you know for a fact he wants Champions League and he wants to win. You can see it in his face, his demeanor and stuff. So, yeah, a couple of things, in my opinion, they should have done is maybe got after a DM and stuff like that. But Ali, for me, I, I don't I think feel, he was bad, Jay. I, I think he was a good manager. I, just I don't think, think he had the tactics, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I grew up watching like you guys did. You know, uh, I want to see attacking football, bro. I don't want to see a 4-2-3-1, park the bus, and then I just, I don't want to see it. Me personally, yeah. I'm not a, a United fan, but the tactics, I don't know, man. I, I feel like he just didn't you have know, the answers tactically. You know what you I mean? Know why, you know why I think Ali failed? I'm going to tell you why I think Ali failed. But real quick, before we before we go any further, I got I to gotta give a quick shout out to Keeps real quick. Fellas. Mm. Listen, man, this is a sponsor that we love working with because as you guys know, I'm fully bald, all right? My hair started falling out. Maybe if Keeps was around earlier, your man would still have his hair. Fellas, hair loss is real. So listen to me very carefully. Why are you laughing, Jay? Your hair is going. Well, I don't know why you laughing, bro. bro. Why you got to put me on the spot? I still got Yo, mine, though. We European, oh, baby. When you European, that hair just goes. Hey, yeah, listen. I'm wearing a hat, man. Hey, listen, that's Europeans, dude. It's just it's in our genes, man. Listen, guys. Keeps is real. If you are losing your hair, man, make sure to check out Keeps so you can keep your hair, man. Um. If you're ready to take action to prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash TikTok. That's right, keeps.com slash TikTok to get a month free for treatment. And after that, man, it's just $10. You'll see results within four to six weeks. Keeps, I wish I would have known about you. It's a while back, man, when I had my beautiful long hair. And now it's just a shiny bald head. And if you look at it too long, you can see the future. Guys, make sure to check out Keeps. Uh, they are an awesome product. And thank you guys so much for sponsoring today's stream. Now, Speaking of, of the future, I think, you know, Jay, I think where Ali got it wrong, and I, I, I could be 100% wrong here, I just feel like his signings were wrong. And yeah. Because when you really think about it, the players started coming in with Ali and stuff, because did, did he bring in Harry Maguire? Was he there already? I think he brought him in, right? I think he brought him in, and they overpaid, honestly. In my opinion, like, I'm not hating. I know some of you guys out there love Maguire. I, I don't think he's a captain material. I don't think, I think he's a good who a decent he, center back. Who has he brought in that's hit? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sancho didn't hit. Bruno. Oh, yeah. that yeah, yeah, Bruno hit. Yeah, that Bruno's hit. literally the only hit. one. Yeah, Bruno oh, hit. But the, but the thing about Bruno is, and and the thing about the United recruitment in general is, they should have got Bruno a season earlier, and Sancho should have got a season earlier. And this, the whole Sancho deal again because of the way that the club is run, more like a business than a football club. Sancho sort of wasn't needed by the time they were ready to do that deal. It was mm. more about getting a CDM because the emergence of. Mason Greenwood on the right, and uh, obviously you bring Ronaldo in. So it's like you've you've that area is kind of covered. United weren't lacking in a in a in an attacking sense. The midfield is so unbalanced. That's the problem with that whole team. It's sort of like the um, yeah, just the balance of the squad is, yeah. is not right. I don't he, think any manager coming in is going to be able to 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 win trophies without fi- fixing that particular and, part. Of it. Unless a, unless a manager can get in and kind of mold Van der Beek to be that guy in that middle. I mean, that he, yeah, he showed up on on uh, Saturday. He was the only one who did, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of saw something from him. But yeah, a lot of the guys they brought in recently. did. Would you say Wambisaka is a hit or a miss? I think he's a hit because he had a great season. Was it last year he had a good season or the year before? I think it was Wan- last season. Wambisaka has been really, really good for them, bro. Yeah. I feel I, I, like Wambisaka... If Ali's the one that actually brought him in, I don't, I'm, I'm going to be honest. With you, I don't know if he did or not. That was he definitely did, yeah. a, a good signing. Of course, getting the Varane and stuff too. Varane's been hurt and things like that. I think the poor signings and the thing that they should have done, I, I agree with James 100%, bro. And I've talked about this in my streams and stuff too, bro. I don't know why. I'm not saying Sancho doesn't belong at United. I think it was a little too late. They needed to work on that midfield. And instead, they're going attack, attack, attack. Defense is not as strong, in my opinion, that it should be for a United team. Yeah. And then they just leave the midfield to like, like, man, Fred, could Fred be good? Maybe, you know, maybe different formation. They need a proper DM in that team. And I feel like that if they would have got a proper DM in the summertime, I feel like that would have probably been the best transfer window. Mm. Even I, with all the stuff that PSG yeah, did, I, I that would have been the best one, dude, I, in my I opinion. You, I'll tell you this right now. I'm Portuguese, right? And 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 the team I'm about to speak about, I hate them completely, but it's true. Man United have one of the best players I've seen play in Europe, and they don't play him. Alex Tellez is a that Tellez, guy is a, yeah. he is a monster. That guy can shoot free kicks. Is it his, a dead ball specialist? Isn't it? Yes, dude. His his yeah, crossing's amazing. His freak the 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 yeah. way he helps going forward. I seen this man, I seen him play at Porto when Porto wasn't even good and and he was almost carrying that whole side up and down. The problem is Luke Shaw was so great last season. But when you're a European team like that, bro, you can rotate game to game. You should be able to rotate. You should have depth like that. So Alex Tellez is somebody that I feel should fit into. He's not the best defensively, but dude, when you have Harry Maguire and Varane, I just don't, don't know, man. I feel like you shouldn't have to have that much. What do you mean, dude? Like, are you actually... I don't want to get into this because it's going to be pretty bad, bro. But like Harry Maguire is not that good, bro. I'm sorry. But England, he is. Yeah, that's because the three back yeah. system. 
So maybe if okay. you have a if you pay that much for a player, don't you suit him? Suit him. If you got to go to a three back system, do it. That's tough. You know what I mean? Like you, I know you're you united. Make a good point about, you make a go good on. point about Tellers. I, I think if I think say if, if Conte had come into United, he'd have played three at the back, and mm-hmm. Tellers would have been Tellers would have played wing back. Shaw can play as part of a three. Um, he's had a poor season as a left back, I think, for United. Yeah, um, Luke Shaw is one of those guys up and down, dude. and you know he's so young still. I always forget how young this dude is. I remember we, I did something a few years back with him, a, a charity thing, and then it was like a year ago. Dude's still real young, but he has these unbelievable seasons, and then he oh, has yeah. like a season where you just forget about him. Last season, he was arguably the best player for United, yeah. but it seems to be like a, a, there's something not going. With the whole back four, there's, there's there's something going on. Potentially, the introduction of Varane might have unsettled the back four. And you know, when he plays, they look a lot better. But um, I don't know. There's just there's something not quite quite right there. I, I agree, by the way, I agree with you on the Sancho thing. I think Sancho, you know, is will be a hit, and he was the right person to bring in. However, that there's no out and out CDM at the club for me, apart from Matic, who can't play every game. So. Um, I just don't know how they find that balance in the team. And I think I think they have to do this. I've been saying this for a year. There's a guy where they got Bruno from, the same exact spot where they got Bruno from. His name is, he's called Palinga. He's a Portuguese Great. dude that plays for the Portuguese national team. This guy's amazing, man. This is one of the best CDMs yeah. I've seen in a while. And I, I think they hit on Bruno. Um, mm. they, they, they usually, when they get players out of the Portuguese leagues from Spartan, they do well with it. They got Ronaldo, did well. Bruno yeah. did well. Go get him, bro. Might as well. Yeah. Go try pulling and see see what happens. But let's talk about music yeah. for a little bit. James, let's talk about this brand new uh, album you dropped, I'll man. Talk about oh. football with you all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, football is one that's where you can keep going, man. Let's talk yeah. about this album, dude. So I, I I'll be I'll be um I'll be hundred percent honest with you. September is 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 a tune. Um nice, I wanna before oh I actually just pulled this up. Hold on, one quick. Um so real quick, like the pandemic hits, right? Were you touring before the pandemic or yeah, yeah, I was on tour. I started out 2020 uh, with a European tour that I, I had to cancel, uh, had some health issues, and then figured those out a bit. And then I did a Europe, I did a UK arena tour, and then uh, the pandemic struck right at the end of that tour. So it was, um, yeah, I went went into like everyone else went into lockdown for what's it been now? It was like 18 months or something. And I made I made a record during that time. So then that you know this is the product of that period of pandemic yes yeah, so so the reason i bring it up so for me as a content creator right i'm in the house all the time either way but you have like touring and stuff how was that being locked in like you just got to be able to lock in on your album or was it like just terrible oh, not man. being able to tour no i went fucking mental i went, yeah. <laughs> I went fucking mental for like the yeah the first few months i was just i was you know eating doritos and playing fifa and you know, uh, amongst other unhealthy uh, things. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, the first few months, like everyone else, he was just trying to adapt and trying to figure out, you know, navigate this weird time. And then, um, as always, music comes along and is a, as wanky as it might sound, is a friend to me and, and it helps me get through any difficult period in my life. And, yeah, I just I, I sort of used it as a bit of therapy, um, to be honest. And, uh yeah, like I said, this is it's this project. I mean, look, this is the built. This is what the uh, the cover of the album and behind got, you, yeah, yeah. I got, I got given it, and it's like just stuck in my little gaming room at the minute. I don't know where else to put it. Dude, but yeah, that, 
you, you said Doritos. I swear, when that pandemic started, I gained thirty pounds, bro. I didn't know, like, bro, like, cause, cause, like, I didn't go many places, cause I'm a content creator. I'm always in the house, but at least, like, you go outside and you go for like walks, and you're like, go to the store and you get, bro. I ate Doritos, sat inside, drank, like, drank, uh, drank. Dude, it was bad. It was oh, really yeah. bad, man. Um, oh, man, I took up smoking again. All, all, the, all the bad shit. All yeah. every, everything that you could not want to do that you got away from, you went back into. Can I ask yeah. you a question though? For like, you were locked up. It. Are you, it, do you like set a time in the day? Like, I don't know how the process is to make music, right? Like, does the idea come to you at any moment? Is it like, you, or are you just like, okay, I'm going to be messing with this, these beats, this, this, or that? Like, how does it, how's the flow or how does that work for you for like creativity ooh, when it ooh, comes to it? That's such a good question. Look at you, bro. Wow. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Um, well, there's, there's sort of two different, there's sort of two different processes uh, that I have. Uh, one of them being, just picking up an acoustic guitar, which is like my first instrument, um, uh, you know, where I come up with like the skeleton of most of the songs that I write, um, the, like the core of, of the songs, melodies and stuff. I'll sit and I'll kind of spitball melodies and just see what sticks kind of thing. And then um, I, I've got I have a studio in my house and uh, some, some of my friends will come over and we'll just sort of work on a beat and just, yeah, we'll just vibe. Like um, with this particular album, I... Um, I kind of had a lot of the ideas before going into the studio sessions and then we'd sort of just evolve them and manifest them into, into uh, you know, some, something bigger on the day. But for me, it's always about the melody. I think the melody is what sticks in your head, uh, the, the hook. Um, that's kind of my thing is, is coming up with a, with, a, with a, we call it a top line, um, the thing that's going to stick with people. And then um, the concept usually comes after. Dude, they, they, so say you won't let go. I'm on the couch. The song plays, yeah. comes on Spotify. The next Are we getting month, story time? Is this story nah, time now? Me, the next, the, the, oh. I'm, I'm getting married. <laughs> hey, look, no, I'm, I'm not even saying this just to say it. We're getting married in June. I'm 100% sure this song is playing. Me and Ray, my fiance, for the next month played this song on repeat. That's, that was a <laughs> tune, bro. Um, Thanks, so, so, Thanks. so. My question to you is this, as as like I've been making FIFA content for 11 years, right? Let's say I put a banger out and the video, you know, hits 300K views, right? I'm like, oh, now yeah. I got to follow up. Do you guys ever do that, bro? As like a musician where like you hit something, you're like, oh, how am I going to top this one? This is tough. Oh, without a doubt, man. When I, when, say you want, I mean, Say You Won't Let Go is by far my, you know, most successful song. It still mm -hmm. hasn't left. It hasn't left the the top Spotify 100. Yes, man. Yeah, it's, it's 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 an absolute beast. I think I'll forever be in the shadow of that song. To be honest, like it's it's an anomaly. Uh, it's nearly done two billion streams on Spotify. Um, so when you see something like that happen, it's like I've been lucky enough to have other songs do like half a million streams. Mm -hmm. Sorry, half a billion streams. Um, and like, yeah, of course, it's exactly the same as what you guys do. You know, definitely. I mean, I'm a competitive guy. I, I grew up playing FIFA. I'm a sports fan. Like, I see, I love how in hip hop, it's a sport and everyone's competing with each other. And that's accepted as part of the culture. Whereas in pop music or, you know, in, or, you know, mainstream music, it's like, it's seen as not being humble to be like, I want to be the number one kind of yeah, thing. I, yeah. I, def I definitely have that. Me personally, I, I definitely am chasing um greatness in in a way yeah yeah you definitely have that hip-hop vibe to you and you're like a new album you got like that like you feel it massively in there um but but yeah no dude that's that's like one of the biggest things that i have a problem with 
as, numbers, as, bro. as a content numbers. creator. Like, for example, right now as a content creator, last year, for some of us, it was our biggest years because the pandemic, everybody had to be home. Like you said, you were playing FIFA. You were, you know, watching oh, yeah. videos. So so yeah. numbers were huge. Now the numbers dip and you're like, oh, is it me? Is it this? I got to hit this. I got to hit that. And you're chasing these numbers that, oh, yeah. man, it can drive you mad, bro. I should say congrats to you guys because you, you're absolutely killing it. I think you say you're you're in the top. What is yeah, it? On top Spotify? 50, yeah, top 50 top Spotify 50. with the podcast. And yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, that, thank, oh, you, thank you. Yeah, That's dude, crazy. We, 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 I started this this FIFA stuff, man, like a, 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 a 11, 11 years ago, dude, just as a joke, you know? And I used to do, like you said, playing pro clubs. You know what I mean? What, yeah, you, yeah. We're going to talk, talk about that in one second. And, and, and then it went, and we'll talk about that real quick. I just want to say one thing. When, when it comes to keeps, I messed up. Jack, I can't mm. believe you let me mess this up, man. If you want to pick up Keeps, it, it, it keeps.com slash stick. No stick talk. Take the talk out of it, bro. Just stick, all right? Use. Uh, uh, I mean, I already, I already caught mine last week, bro, uh, so yeah, yeah, my yeah. fault, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, make sure it's just slash stick, uh, uh, stick. We'll talk about that more. But during the pandemic, James, you said you played a lot of uh, mm. pro clubs. Before we yeah. get into the FIFA, can I ask one question? Just one question, one quick right, question. Go, go, go. All right. You know how you were talking about the numbers like once you made it. Now, for a smaller content creator or a small musician, like trying to get it, did you did you ever lose confidence before you like started like, you know, getting your first record out and all this stuff? Was was the confidence there like at always for you? Like, did you always like, yo, this it's gonna work? It's gonna work, or did that, you know, that negativity sometimes creep in the back of mind that uh maybe this this might not work? type thing yeah do you know what i think ne negativity or like um self-doubt or confidence is always you know it's 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 a part of who we are as human beings i think um i definitely have had points where i've been like had that imposter syndrome like i'm maybe i'm not good enough or whatever but um again as cliche as it sounds i think that you know you listen to any uh successful person or anyone who's kind of achieved great things it's it, they, they talk about showing up and showing up every day, all you got to do is work hard. And if you if you work hard enough, you'll 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 get what you want. I've always had strong belief in my ability as a songwriter and uh, as a musician. But um, there's so many talented people out there. But at the end of the day, it comes down to um, whether you, whether you're ready to show up and do the work or not. I think. Yeah. So anybody out there, man, no matter what it is, keep working at it, boys. Grind. I think. I think. Yeah, I, think I think. I think it's. I think it's about tricking your brain. Like, seriously, I think if I think the brain is the strongest thing in a human being, man. If you can trick yourself to believe that you got it like that, eventually it'll happen, man. Like, you just got, you know what I mean? That's how yeah. I see it. I, like, you got to trick yourself to just want to grind and keep grinding. Yeah, if you keep feeding that belief system, it's the, it's the most powerful thing you've got. Yeah, man, it really is, dude. That, it, it, gets you, it gets you going a certain way. So, the pandemic hits. We're stuck in the house. You got pro clubs. I, but I yeah. Dude, I haven't played pro clubs. In, You're missing in, out. I know in years, man, but that's how I kind of came up on the YouTube scene through through pro clubs way, way back in the day. What do you do? You just play with your mates or what? Yeah, I mean, I was always like, uh, I, ne I never discovered pro clubs until the pandemic. It's, it happened so, so in such a weird way. I just I just put my, uh, my, my gamer tag on Twitter and I was like, right, come on, I'll whoop anyone, anyone who wants to have a game. Because I'm good at FIFA. I played yeah. FIFA since I, was, since I was a kid. Like one-on-one, -on -one, I, I reckon I'd give anyone a game. Um, and uh, yeah, I just put my gamer tag out there, and then like, I I'd, I'd never done that kind of thing before, so I'd, I found myself in this like huge party of people just like shouting stuff at me. Like some people were being dickheads, some people were being cool, and like yeah. I'm like, out of all of that noise, I like curated, like blocked 
a lot of people in that curated this group of like five lads that I've never met in my life before. And then there's like one or two of my mates back home that play a bit of FIFA. And we started this club called Wallop United and it's and it got us through the pandemic to be fair. I um I scored like a thousand goals. It was good it was good it was really good fun. And we we, we stream on uh we stream on Twitch as well sometimes. It's I never I don't really like sort of promote it very much or anything, but yeah, I have fun of going there and I play some pro clubs and uh yeah. A striker, I'm assuming, is a oh, position. Hold on. Say, say, say the Twitch, man. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, no, it's James underscore Arthur23. We don't get a lot of viewers, but I mean, now now I've just shouted you out on this. Maybe we'll get some. Uh... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. there go you go. Pro clubs. Hey, so, so, dude, pro clubs. So that's this how my pro clubs literally started my career. I I played with my, it was my cousin. We met some random Portuguese dude in Boston. <laughs> my brother. Right. Played with. You just, you meet, somehow pro clubs just takes yeah. you, uh, you just meet people. And then they, they somehow become the coolest people. And after like oh, a yeah. month of playing with them, like, yeah, this is my homie from like years ago nah bro yeah, you've yeah. known him for a month <laughs> no like the, the, these guys I've never met I still haven't met them because of the pandemic because they live like in different parts of England and we've all been busy and got yeah. some of them got families and so I've got mates in Manchester and Watford and like when you spend hours on an evening like and it's all about communication pro clubs isn't it it's like yeah you, you really have to communicate in order to get success and win titles and stuff like You've got to be on the level. You've got to be able to say, what the fuck are you doing? And, yeah. you, know, you know, mark him and stuff like that. And um, so you, you you get this really strong bond quite quickly, I think, from um, from playing pro clubs together. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it's pretty sick. See, just hearing you speak of that, man, it brings back, because, like, I, you probably, with music, it has to get stressful at times, right? It has to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... So now as a content creator, I play FIFA every day of my life, make videos every day of my life. And I just sit there and like ultimate team gets so frustrated. And just hearing like you just reminding me how fun FIFA could be within ultimate like in, in clubs. Um, yeah. Dude, it was. So, yeah, I, I started that way, too. Did I start and I was scoring. I, I was getting like I had like the most assists in the world. I was like number one yeah. as, as a striker. Remember that? So yeah. I upload, that was my first YouTube video. And it kind of just just shot from there and then i did that career mode and into ultimate team you you never played ultimate team or you've played ultimate team yeah no i was, I was ultimate team was what i did before i found pro clubs and and yeah ultimate team is is more stressful i think you know, and, and obviously you can find yourself like 20 grand in debt all of a sudden yeah very easily with ea yeah. sports the way they get you bro oh, i don't know mate. i'm yeah for a few, there was a few versions of the game where i was i was in deep and before I realized that the best time to open packs was on the on the pro, you know, on the days when they bring out the promotional packs, I would just spend hours because I obviously didn't get it or I'm 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 thick as fuck or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I'd spend hours literally trying to get Pogba just by opening packs and packs, like trying to get a hundred grand or whatever it was yeah. to get him. And uh, I think it took a bit of my soul to be honest. So. Yeah, I've got it's a, just a bit of trauma attached to Ultimate Team for me. I, 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 I will get back into it at some point. Nah, dude, it's, it's so no, like, Don't do no, it. No, it's like, no, it's not doing it. They will yeah, suck yeah. the soul right out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's it's it takes it's, it's, your soul, bro. It's so it's so it's so good to like hear like like you know, the fact that you walked away from Ultimate Team is so good to hear, like, the outside perspective because, like, dude, every time we do these podcasts, we're just raging about Ultimate Team. Me, we'll bring on, like, yeah, another content yeah. creator. We're just screaming about it, how much money you waste, how much, you know, like, just the amount of time you put into packs to get nothing, and it's and and, and it's crazy. So you being a non-content creator, you found, you found yourself just keep reloading and just keep going and going, trying to get these packs, huh? Yeah, man. I was just, yeah, I was just doing that. I mean, now now that I know that, like, you know, I can the just promos. go and spend 
yeah, go and spend a bit of money on the promos and get some decent players. But even so, like the um, the sort of mechanics of it have changed a little bit since I was really into it. The, you know, the weekend league and all this stuff. Like yeah. I, I still haven't got acquainted with it. Or I think once I, if I got into it, um, I'd probably you know be quite addictive. But I just haven't had enough hours in the day. Um, yeah. To like really get into because because once I'm in, you know, the rest You're of my in. life. The rest of my work will suffer, probably. Yeah, no, I think, I think we don't want that because we want the bangers yeah. to keep coming out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, nah, they, they. I think if you're gonna get back into Ultimate Team, not this year. I think, I think wait. I think this year is kind of like one of those, like because, like you said, all weekend league. They're kind of like transitioning away from weekend league now. It feels like, and they're going right, into. Right. The, I, I think there's gonna be like a, a new mode coming in the next couple of years. It feels like there's gonna have to be a new type of mode. Um, yeah. come, coming in the next couple of years. Back to pro clubs. You and your homies, yeah. y'all are good. Yeah. If they yeah, mate, we're, we're, we're a good team. We're a decent team. We've got a really good any. Ryan, I shout out to Ryan Hayward. He, he's the glue that keeps us together. But yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty clinical in front of goal. I got, uh, yeah, like I say, I think I've I, I got to nearly a thousand goals or something. Like, I don't know. Um, One English yeah. player, name yourself. You Harry Kane? I'm, no, I'm, I'm James. I'm me and the Pro Clubs team. No, no, no. If you had to like mimic your game to a player in, oh. in, in, in real life, who are well, you? Well, I, as you know, with pro clubs, like to be an effective striker, you have to make yourself a little bit more diminutive. You got to it's make yourself small. a bit more sort of like Aguero yeah. type. Um, so I'd, I'm, I'm more like a, yeah, I'd say Michael like, Owen. A, like maybe like a Michael Owen. Or there it is. A, yeah, or a, a, I guess my my guy is kind of a bit messy esque the way he just kind of cuts he cuts in from the from the right as opposed to the left, and he you know, bang you know whip a few in the far corner. That's um, dude. I feel like pro clubs needs to be where like uh, the pro scenes at for like FIFA. I feel like uh, eleven v eleven or like five v five like pro scenes. Oh man, that's that's that, that's great. I mean, I played I played with uh, like Tebow Courtois not long ago and a few other guys, and we played a bit of pro clubs. It's sick. I think it's sick. And like you like you say, like all joking aside about how people get pissed off with Ultimate Team, it is a, maybe it's a more healthy environment to play to game. You've got the competitive aspect of it, and I think there's still a lot of scope for them to grow pro clubs and. And maybe bring in some, you know, monetize it in some way or whatever as well, and um, you know, improve it. Uh, it needs to be improved a lot. It needs a whole makeover. Yeah. If, if they, if yeah. they, yeah. Go if ahead, they can sorry. add monetization to it, I think that's when they would really take the step of of, of bring it up. But I truly believe that Pro Clubs has the most potential of, of almost yeah. any game mode in 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 gaming. Like it, it's such because it's football, isn't it? Football is just huge. Yeah. it's a team game as well. At the end of the day, and. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a team game. Yeah, I mean, I I love it. I almost look at FIFA as pro clubs now in a way because I've played so much of it. Like I'm I'm more used to playing as a pro rather than you know playing like one on one games. You know, I still whoop anyone easy, but you know. <laughs> I love the competitiveness, hey, hey, bro. You know, how, you know how I know this dude plays FIFA because he says that anyone who plays FIFA says that shit. They don't even yeah. half of us don't Everyone, even believe yeah. it. Yeah, half of us yeah. don't even believe that shit. But we're just like, hey, yo, play me, yeah. I'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah, because, because, because anyone who's grown up playing FIFA knows you've got to put on a bravado just to get in someone because that's the mental edge FIFA. Isn't it? Yeah, dude, you no, got to get in their head, bro. If you you got to get in the head early. If, if you yeah. grew up FIFA, there's some type of toxic in your head like you just had oh, yeah. it back there it's just yeah. right there's, some, there's definitely some demons in you if you <laughs> oh, there's man. no there's no way you don't you don't uh you don't play this game and and and, and have it yeah. in you jay we'll talk more about pro, pro clubs real quick one more time uh, name of the album name of the album james it'll all make sense in the end is the name of the album 
Yeah. Guys, Spotify, it's on Apple Music, it's everywhere. If you're not streaming this yet, next time you play a game of FIFA, you know what time it is, man. Put on my boy James' album and let that thing start from from, from beginning to end. Um, you got four albums now, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's my fourth album now, yeah. Which This is going to sound weird. Which, which one was the funnest? This was definitely the funnest because I, I've never made an album all in one spot before. So I made and I made it in my house. So there was like this comfortability thing. So like I literally could just go and play a bit of pro clubs and then nip back to the studio, lay down some vocals. And yeah, it was just, there was a, you know, the process of making an album normally is I'm in LA for a few months. I'm doing, I'm studio hopping. I'm working with different people, um, traveling around and, you know, it can be quite taxing. Um, emotionally physically you know it's 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 fun but uh there was just something about making it all from my own space and uh being being a bit more in control that i loved about this particular record yeah did did do do you did you do a lot of like touring in the u.s or no i was supposed to be in the u.s like all of last year like that was that was oh that's what's supposed to happen Yeah, yeah, this COVID messed up everything, are you, brother. Are you on? Are you on flights a lot? I'm asking this question because I travel a bit, and like, yeah. I don't know, man. I like flying, but I don't like flying. I don't bro, know how y'all artists. Talking about this, bro. Use the pussy. I, I don't like planes, but I do it. Like that shit's not cool. You're in the air, Bucko. Like, how are you supposed to have a good time? You're in the air with no parachute. That shit is not fun. Like, no one's like, oh, look, I'm in the air. This is great. Yo, you you like that shit or what? I mean, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. Like, there's something like, I don't know, it's probably because we're so, like, symbiotic with our technology now and our phones and stuff. And when you're on a flight for 12 hours, if they ain't got Wi-Fi, you start having a fucking yeah. mental, mental breakdown. So, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather be in civilization than be in the air, you know, most most of the time. But, uh, yeah, I'm used to it now. It's, 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 really, it's really kind of part of the, part of the job. It's, you know, I'm very lucky I get to travel around the world but yeah like you i don't love flying i i I, i've got this thing that i'm going to be in that one percent like this self-fulfilled prophecy that i'm going to be me too yeah i'm going to be in the one percent, even though it's so unlikely to happen i got this weird thing with me bro the day before i get on a plane i'm like man what if this pilot's having a really fucked up day yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that's what i think of yo let me fly this shit if i was flying this shit no problem i'm good bro i'll flip this shit upside down let me take the wheel but when this guy's flying i'm like bro what if this guy's like what if he's like had a couple beers and now he's taking this shit (laughs) you're having a a little peek at the in the the cockpit before you walk yeah hey i feel like before i get on a plane they should let me have a one-on-one i'm like hey man how's your day going oh you're good are you good with your wife everything good at home yeah 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 kids all right (laughs) drink much yeah yeah i'm I'm the same man i have a lot of irrational feelings towards yeah what'd you eat for dinner bud just so you know just so we're on the same page here man before i get on this plane nah man that's that's i've always like because as a as a footballer and then as like a musician i think they're probably the ones who travel like man they travel like a footballer dude he's on a plane oh yeah and and it's and it's worth you know for like uh, footballers as well. Well, they probably fly private a lot of the time. But I don't know. Yeah, it, for me, it's the it's the little it's the internal flights. Like when you're in the US on tour, you might take a little rickety ass propeller plane to. Yeah, like, those are bad, out. bro. You know what I mean? I won't yeah. get on that shit. I won't. I won't. If, if I walk yeah. out and that shit has a propeller, I'm like, hey, babe, I'm missing this flight. Yeah. You go by yourself. Yeah. I'm gonna catch you in a little bit. This one's not yeah. for me, Bucko. Yeah, yeah, what's the drive? Twelve hours. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> no problem. Y'all are the same. I've never done, like I'm nervous getting on a plane, of course, because you know you can't, you don't you have no control. I always yeah. think of the destination. I'm like, you know what? It sucks where I'm at now. 
and that really sucks but when i get there it's gonna be cool so let's go see yeah. me too yeah. I, I let's go do that you know what yeah, i mean yeah the yeah. traveling part about it's sick it's just yeah. the build-up where you're like Oh man, for like, for example, like my manager, I was talking to him like last week, we were in like Texas together and he like flies everywhere. I'm like, dude, how do you do this, bro? You're on a plane like every day. He's like, oh man, just I get on there, I have time to work. I'm like, what, dude? I'm on this thing and I can't like work. I can't think about nothing except for like, oh, what if this bitch falls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the taking off, isn't it? It's the taking off and the landing. That's the only thing you got to worry about. But yeah, once you're in, in the air, it's that's, cool. that's, that's where I'm actually like dumb. Like that's where I know something's wrong in my brain. When I'm taking off, like, oh, this shit's so much fun. Oh, this yeah, is so already, cool. Right, right. And then I'm up in the air and I'm like, oh shit, now we're up here. What happens next? Oh, but that, the most dangerous is going and, and, and landing, right? That's what they yeah, say. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, once you're in the air, you, you're pretty, I mean, it's like the likelihood of anything going wrong is, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, the likelihood of anything happening like at all is, is so slim with those things. So but, yeah. Oh man, it's incredible. All right, man. I got, I got, I got one more for you, dude. The, the, yeah. if you could work with any artist this is a weird Ooh. one you don't have to answer this because i know a lot of times like hey man if you want to collab with a youtuber who would it be I'm like ah, i don't know dude like <laughs> it's a weird one but if you had someone you could collab with in terms of in the, in the youtube space you mean or, or, or not just like just like as a feature on the album or 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 you could get anyone you could get eminem to rap on your album would you well, like I mean, uh, yeah you might, you might have just hit the nail on the head with with eminem i mean i definitely grew up um, like I said, I'm a big, I'm a big hip hop fan. I, I love the, you know, I'm, I'm in like, I'm in pop music and rock and R and B and soul and all that kind of stuff, obviously. Um, but there's, yeah, I, I love the idea of maybe collaborating with a Jay Z or a Drake or a Jay Cole or, or you know, someone like that, like yeah. lending, my, lending my voice to, uh, to a, like a, a big player in, in the, in the rap world. I'd, I'd love to do that. I was lucky enough to work with Ty Dolla Sign. That was, um, that was amazing. Oh, I like uh, him. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just really like. I never used to be that. I never think. I never used to think about it a lot. But I'm. I'm really uh, up for collaborating with with people these days. I, yeah, I'm kind of up for anything, really. Yeah. No. No. I. 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 I swear. Like our spaces are so. They're they're so the same, but they're so different. Because obviously it's music, and then it's like because it's all the entertainment, YouTube, and the music industry. It's it's all the same. I know when it comes to me with the yeah. whole collabing with people even if they're my friends i will not yeah. reach out and be like hey you want to jump on this video with me like it's just a weird thing to yeah. do with people it's a tough one right yeah it's a it's a it's a difficult balance to find because yeah i mean i meet i meet people in in music all the time that are like we should do something but you you know you, you kind of don't want to i don't know you always i suppose it's, a, it's definitely an irrational fear of like Feeling like you're begging or whatever. Exactly. Right? You know what that is, though? Because yeah. my, my audience is is 80% English. And when I was coming up back in like 2011, 2012, I was coming up through the scene. Back then, if you tweeted something at another content creator, oh, look at this little beg. And I'm like, yeah. wait, no, 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 wait, oh, dude. I, I swear I'm not that. I don't want that. I'm not trying to nah, get man. views off him. I we, just want to do something. We definitely have that. That's a, a bit of a toxic thing we have in our culture in Britain where, yeah, you're a beg if you... Uh, if you get online and you ask people to do anything like uh, it's, it's been a weird thing for me with like TikTok recently, like TikTok is, is like such a key thing in the music industry now. And I, I have an unhealthy relationship with it because I don't see myself getting on there and being like, Hey, buy my new single and stuff. Cause I, I still come from the old record buying music industry. Like I've been lucky enough to cross over and, uh, and still be able to sell, you know, be a big streaming artist. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like it's it's so much of it is 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 like you know on on TikTok and YouTube and all that kind of stuff now. And so yeah, you know you see the comments. They're like, 
oh, this guy shouldn't be on TikTok. So why? I'm just, you know, why can't I be on? Why why can't I be on this? Why can't I be talking to you guys on on here and stuff like that? You know, in terms of the collaborating thing, to answer your question, I'd love to do more stuff like this because I had a lot of fun talking about footy with you lads. Yeah. No, no. it's a good time the the thing about because i'm with you bro like i said i do this space but the tiktok one is one that i need to be on but i i just can't i feel like i i don't fit in a way with like the the younger audience now men isn't it like i think i don't know i don't know whether as 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 blokes uh, you know football fans and stuff there's definitely a culture with us i think maybe some toxic masculinity or some shit i don't know i don't know what but, it is neither i i don't know if, like, i just feel like i don't hit the tiktok scene properly like when i get on there just i don't know man it just feels so it feels so you know what it is i'm gonna tell you what it is huh we getting old as hell no yeah. no <laughs> it's, it's, it's when we grew up bro like you're my brother dude i've yeah. never in my life you are who you are. I've never come up to him and be like, hey, man, you want to do a video? And you're my own little brother. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just don't do it because even though we're family, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be begging somebody to do something. So I just think it's like the error, bro. Like, I think things are changing now. And the yeah. whole begging thing is like going away, it seems like. Yeah. But yeah, like, I don't do it either. I'm, I, I guess I guess we're all one. the same, dude. It's the, the, the age we yeah, grew up in, bro. Some of my closest friends in this industry, bro, I could do a video with them right now, and I'm just like, oh, I just, you know, I don't really want to hit them up. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. You just get this weird one. So it's interesting, bro, because, like, the same stuff happens within music, and, and yeah, because and, yeah, it's true, bro. You meet so many people that are like, hey, let's do something one day, and you're like, oh, if I hit this yeah. person up, then I think I'm begging. Well, <laughs> in, in some, I suppose in some ways it's a good thing. It says a lot about your character. I suppose it means you're humble and, you know, yeah. you don't. You know, uh, yeah, says, you know. Says you never got too big headed about the yeah, whole thing. You don't want to bother yeah. people. Either. You know what I mean? You want to do it on your own sort of thing. So it's yeah. probably, probably an integrity thing. You know? 100%, 100%, dude. Um, Quick question. Besides FIFA, mm. just out there, because yeah. what other genre of game, if any other game, do you play besides the whole FIFA when you do have some time to play some video games? Well, I got into Far. I actually got into Far Cry quite a bit. I liked. I really enjoyed Far Cry. Uh, it was like four and five were the two mm-hmm. that I played a fair bit. Um, I've I missed I missed the boat on on Call of Duty. I love playing it, but I'm I'm absolutely shit. Same. I'm, I'm sober. <laughs> I, I die within seconds. I just feel like a passenger. It gets to the point where I feel embarrassed because like I'm just letting the team down. So I need to like put in some hours. I can see why everyone loves it. Um, I got really into Fortnite actually during the pandemic. I, I I loved that, but then it got to a point again where it was like, okay, there's just people that have played, been playing this game for too long, and they build they build a castle in two point five seconds, bro. I can't. Those fucking twelve-year-olds' hands move at a different <laughs> speed, man. They're not built yeah. like us no more, man. They're in the oh. chicken or whatever they're eating. I don't know what they got going on, but those hands—they build something way too fast. I don't get it. Man, I play. I played um, in this like uh, tournament recently. I guess it was like some celebrities or whatever were playing with like pro gamers, and I got put on a team with this like fourteen-year-old kid. He's called Andretta. I don't know if you know of him. Um, he was like in the World Cup of Fortnite players, uh-huh. and like these kids these days, they're like little robots. And all due respect to that kid because he was a lovely kid, but like you could tell he spent all day playing Fortnite <laughs> and like I was just like dying and shit and he was just like yeah maybe it's because you're like older and like your uh, reactions are, are a bit slower <laughs> I was like you cheeky little cunt what the fuck is that I would have okay. left I would have been like yo I'm done like, with my, you wait, wait he my said reactions that are, he's like maybe yeah bro because he, and he spoke to me like a, like a, a row he's like bro maybe it is because you're 
uh, reaction to a slot. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with my reactions, man. I'm in the prime of my life. Hey, you know what it is? The, the, young, the younger generation's built different. They're like the YouTube yeah. comments and TikTok comments, but in real life. Like, they, yeah, they'll yeah. just say and be like, hey, bro, you were supposed to leave that in the comments. You're not supposed to say that here, bro. Yeah, like, they, <laughs> It's a symbiosis with, with thought. They're making them now, bro. They're growing these kids. I don't even know what's Yo, going on anymore, that bro. That shit is wild, bro. So um, wild. Yeah, that, that, that's a crazy one. So what's up, what's up for you next, man? You got tours coming or what? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm actually uh, touring in March. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be going around the UK in March, and then I'll be coming to the US in April for a, for a month or so. So I'll be, I'll be all over the US, all over North America um so i'll be yeah i'll be in dc which is um where, right where, right next to home whoa, yeah. whoa 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 when do you come to dc do you know oh, oh you april I, oh april yeah mm -hmm. april on may april on may i'll have to have a look at the but yeah man damn jay you were quick with that yeah bro i caught that real quick wait, bro. wait where where <laughs> do you know what's at? um oh shit i should look i haven't got my phone on me no, nah, don't worry about it. You don't need to. I wonder if, I wonder if you're, there's a place called the Echo Stage. I wonder if you're going there. That's a big place here. Maybe you're not going yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's, it's like a theater tour. So I don't know, whatever the like sort of big theater there is, I guess will be. Oh, it's probably, what's that one, Jay, called? It's like the Wolf? No, I don't think it's Wolf. Is it Wolf Trap? I think it's Wolf Trap. Well, it's, that's, a big, that's a big theater. Anyways, you don't have that. That's crazy. So, so you're coming out to the U.S.? Yeah, coming out the US, I'll be playing, you know, the new album and stuff. And uh, yeah, and that's kind of the, pl that's kind of the plan with touring. Then I'll just be working on an, another record. Keep, you know, keep hustling. Hey, how how fast do you go into another record? Well, I mean, I wasn't supposed to come into this one as quick as I did, but because I didn't have touring last year, I just made the record. But uh, I'm trying to squeeze another one out really quick. I was saying to Jay before we before we went live, I was saying like, I'm going to try and like quickly bang one out before Christmas. Uh, pause. But yeah, no, I'll, uh, yeah, I'm going to try. Oh, and... wait, that sounds like a Christmas album. I don't, no spoilers. I have got, I have got a Christmas one coming. That's Oh, Christmas. you do? Yeah, man. Okay. They, oh, your voice fits that. I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to say that, I don't think, but maybe it's a, a world exclusive. Oh, there uh, we go. Exclusives here on just, the podcast, hey, my guy. You just, you, you just got us into the top 30. Go on, son. <laughs> There we go. go. On, <laughs> Straight to the top 30. Hey man, I don't I don't want to waste your time and keep you here too long. Jay, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, it was just oh, uh, no, go ahead. No, I was people call me Jay, so I forget sometimes you're talking. Yeah. yeah, nah, nah. You you, you I, I I feel like I had something else I wanted to chat. There's a lot of we got live listeners. Anything you guys want to talk about real quick before we let James go, man. But again, dude, before we do let you go, man, congratulations on all of your success throughout throughout these last couple years, man. It's been absolutely oh, unbelievable. Hey, <laughs> how's the process go of of th this is a weird one. This is one I got I got this for you. So, for example, like you and like Ed Shearing and all them boys, y'all got y'all got it going over there in Europe, right? And then like it happens in the US, I feel like so much later sometimes. Is yeah. that is that like is that you? You get what I'm saying, Jay? Like they'll be big, yeah. and like because I remember with the first time I heard like you or even Ed Shearing, people were like, "Oh, you, you don't know who this is," and I was like, "Oh, I just heard him now for the first time." Like it's a weird one. Yeah, well, I think I think <laughs> in the UK and Europe, especially in the UK, we turn around singles a lot quicker. Like with radio, there's only two major radio stations here in the UK, so um, it's easier to kind of go through a few singles. Whereas in the US, obviously, there's uh, like unlimited radio station so whenever we go over there we have to literally tour around every single one of them in every territory to get playlisted and stuff so and and so that means that singles take almost a year 
later to hit America. If you know, if you have a hit in the UK, it's like a really big hit in the UK. It's probably going to be a hit in America, but it'll take a year um, to sort of circulate and reach That's everyone. Crazy. So, so hold on a second. So, are you like moving on to the next thing, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, it's a hit there," and then you're like, "Okay, we're touring over there." Is that how it basically works? It's or I mean, I've had a situation where like, I'm like three singles down the line and like the Today Show in America want me to play the single that was out in the UK. That's like, crazy. Three, that's insane. Three that's that's kind of like that with, um, there was a song many years ago. You remember the song Cheerleader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You remember that song? I think that song was popular. I remember my girl said that song was out for like four years before it actually even got popular in like the U.S. You remember that song, Jay? Like, oh, I yeah. think I found myself a cheerleader or something like that. With yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. I know this song. So, so it's crazy how like the 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 whole the lifespan of a song it could be like hit somewhere and then only get here and then now it's bigger. That's wild, dude. So a lot of times you'll be moving on, then you got to come play that song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just because, like I said, I mean, America is so vast, and uh, you know, I suppose, um, yeah, you got to try and fit everything in. Yeah, we're built different over here, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a whole nother world on this side. Yeah, does man. Um, does touring like all is is it is it bad? Like, do you at times? I know you probably love it, but is there times that you're like, you know, this is this is like this is a lot. You know what I mean? Like, do you? Yeah, it's definitely taxing on the body, like, and uh, and the and the voice mentally. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, you know, because sometimes you're not getting much sleep, and especially like I used to try and burn the candle at both ends. I'd like get off stage and then party until the next, the next <laughs> gig, and then. Whereas now, you know, I, I, it, it's all about managing your energy and stuff. But yeah, it's taxing. You know, you get on stage for like nearly a couple of hours every night, and the songs can be demanding, and you throw throwing a guitar around and stuff. Yeah, and, and then then you get on a but you know, do you know what though? I'm very, I'm really blessed. Like I can't complain. Yeah. Uh, it's, I've got it comfortable. I've got to a point in my career where, luckily, you know, um, my team and everyone they make it as um, they've curated it to be as comfortable as it can be for me. So it, it's great, and I get to see the world. Um, yeah, yeah, man. The, it's, the, it's, the teams, the teams are. I know when I joined, like my management team a couple years back, <clears throat> that shit's so helpful, man. That's it's big to have a, a good team. All right, you know, I got to hit you with this last question, then then I'm then I'm gonna let you. Go on. Well, actually, before I hit you with the last question, one more time, y'all. Fellas, hair loss is real. You guys know it's real. You know it's out there. You know it's happening. Jay, why do you always laugh when I start talking about this, bro? Because like, I know mine's falling, bro. So every time you say it, I feel like you're talking directly to me. I'm not, bro. I'm and I'm like, did I take it today? And I, I already took it, so I'm fine. So hey, keep big, going. Big, big shout out to Keeps, man, <laughs> once again for sponsoring today's uh, uh, episode. Thank you to, to Prediction for always helping us put this together, man. Um, if you guys are, are, are ready to take action with your hair loss and you're ready to keep your hair, all right, uh, make sure to head over to keeps.com slash stick. That's right. Keeps.com slash stick and get your uh, uh, free month. And then after that, just $10 a month, man. Um, uh, you'll start seeing results in four to six months. It's a great product. I wish it would have been around for me to save my hair. But I just wanted to give a quick shout out one more time to Keeps. I got to hit you with this, James. And then you're free, bro. Um, uh, X Factor. It's not big over here. We don't really got that. We got what do we have over here, Jay? I, I don't know like american voice? idol the, the voice 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 yeah how yeah. was that like that is that was that a fun experience think, was that I something think, i think we have that here to be fair but i'm not really sure Do we have x factor uh, no we have american uh, idol that's what we have no i think x factor flopped in a, in america i think it had like two seasons or something like that but um yeah we have the voice think... now that's like a big one the, here the voice the, and then something called like the mask voice they yeah like the mask, mask singer yeah, yeah that, that one that one that's taken off in the UK now as well. Yeah, X Factor is sort of a bit of 
yeah, it's um, American. Uh, sorry, uh, the voice is the one that I think is popular around the world. Um, X Factor was, was popular in the the UK for like ten, twelve years. It's now it now doesn't exist. It, it got cancelled last year or something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, sorry, I forgot what the question was. Bro. Nah, sorry. so you you won that, right? So how was that like whole yeah. experience? Was that like was that? Uh, it was the best and worst experience of my life because it was it was quite traumatic. Like I, I'm a I'm a guy that come from like nothing really, uh, and so it meant that 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 show propelled me into overnight fame and success in this country, um, which was you know a lot to adapt to because I I always knew I wanted to be a a, a musician and I and I wanted to be successful in music, but and and I knew that fame potentially was was a byproduct of that but I, I never really was prepared for for that and you know people having an opinion on me and stuff so I dealt really badly with it um when it happened to me at first and uh, kind of self-sabotaged a little bit luckily I managed to stay the course with I guess you know having a great fan base and, and producing music that people wanted to hear but yeah the, the process itself of the x factor is um yeah it's a bubble it's um really intense you know you're you're on tv to in the UK at the time when I was on it, it was the biggest thing on TV. So, you know, it was really, really intense. Um, but of course, it gave me the platform to kind of do what I do to love, uh, do what I, I do as for, uh, for a living. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I look back on it with kind of fond memories, but also uh, I, I also feel a little bit like PTSD from it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I, I feel that 100%. Everybody listening, Apple Music, Spotify, Twitch, James. Arthur, as you guys can see, unbelievable person. You are a very, very down to earth person, bro. I respect it, man. You are. Thanks, dope, man. man. You, you, you guys are awesome as well. Thanks for having me on. I love the show. Uh, yeah, and I'll be, uh, I'll be an avid, avid listener from now on as well. For sure, brother. I appreciate, I, it. I appreciate it. And Got good luck, good luck with the new album, and yeah. of course with the rest of the success that this last album gave you, man. Like, thank you so yeah. much for being on the show. I appreciate you. Real, real quick, y'all. If I'm introducing you for the first time to James Arthur, I probably haven't. You guys know who he is. Uh, he has a huge song say, uh, uh, say uh, called "Say You Won't uh, Let Go." Now I know James. You're probably like, "Yo, stop talking about that one." We got the new album. The new The new album's a banger, dude. You guys have to listen to it. I guarantee you, if you put it on right now and you put the song "September," I guarantee you guys will like it, James. You're a legend. Big shout out to Prediction for putting us this all together. Um, appreciate Jay with everything, man. And, and again, shout out to Keeps. Guys, that is another episode of Stick Talk. I love you guys. I appreciate you being a part of it. We will be back later uh, for my stream. But until then, thank you guys so much for listening. James, thank you for coming on. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye, guys. See you later.